Up and Running Podcast, where we talk about all things related to running and really great food. Hello and welcome to the Up and Running Podcast. I wanted to start by first thanking all of you who've become listeners of the show so far. Your support is very appreciated. And for those of you who are new to the show, just tuning in to listen, take a listen. If you like it, subscribe to the show. Subscribing helps the show grow. And if you'll also take a quick second and leave a review, reviews are really important to also help the show gain traction and grow. And if you like the show, pass it on to somebody else. If there's somebody else that enjoys the sport of running and really great food, pass the show along. You can actually use, if you're on iTunes, the share function, and it's very simple. All you do is hit the share function, looks like a little arrow pointed upwards out of a box or a rectangular shape, and then what will happen is the podcast will actually get texted to whoever your intended recipient is, and then they can listen to the show as well. So today, the topic of the show is winter running. So winter running is both a mental and physical challenge, isn't it? It's February, and that means that for most of the country, it's cold. So I live in Southern California. I've mentioned that before. And it's been so cold for us here. But I will say my disclaimer now. Anything under 50 degrees in Southern California may as well be freezing. Because we're just not used to that kind of cold. So I know you might think we're big babies, and you're right, we are, because the weather is usually really amazing. So yesterday, my early morning run, 6.30 a.m., it was 40 degrees, but you know, I was sure to scroll down on my iPhone, and and I figured, you know, it's got to be feeling lower than that, and I was right. It felt like 38 degrees, so needless to say, I was cold. So I want to talk about winter running from the perspective of what to wear and how to take care of your body in the cold. Let's start with how I approach cold weather running. So when it's cold outside, say 38, 40 degrees, I make sure I grab my cold weather running gear. So for me, my cold weather running gear consists of a pair of running tights and a pair of shorts to go over those running tights because I look better that way when I'm out there running. I also put on a long sleeve moisture wicking shirt. And in my case, I wear a Nike dry fit. And then on top of that, I wear a long sleeve Nike dry fit half zip shirt. So the fabric is a little thicker than my my base shirt. And then on top of that, I wear a Nike Therma long sleeve training jacket. And what was really important for me when I went out to buy a jacket, uh, I wanted to find a jacket that actually had fold-over cuffs. So what's great about fold-over cuff sleeves is that the fabric comes up over the top of your hand and over your knuckles. Um, So basically you're getting more protection on more than half of your hand. So I also wear gloves. 
So gloves for me are really important because if there's a part of my body that gets cold when I run, it's my hands. My my fingers, I feel that cold and you know, it takes a little while to get them warm. So I make sure I have my gloves and then I slip the fold over cuffs of my training jacket over those. So when you're out running in cold weather, I mean, one of the first things that happens to your hands is so your hands are going back and forth as you run. It's one of the first parts of your body that's exposed to the wind and the weather. And so gloves are really important. Now, because I like to always have my phone with me on runs, um, I have a pair of gloves that actually the fingertips are what they call tech gloves. So these fingertips um, have a like a fabric on them that allow me to actually still use my fingers to touch and use my phone. So if there's some particular apps I want to use, um, having the gloves on is not a problem. I can still use my fingertips with the gloves on and do whatever I want to do on the phone. And so those are essentially called tech gloves. Nike makes a great pair of those as well. Now, as far as my head is concerned, and your head is a very critical part of your body uh, because in cold weather, you actually lose a lot of heat from your body off the top of your head. So wearing something that is going to contain that heat uh, is very important for your head. So for me, I wear a skull cap, and the skull cap is very snug. It goes uh, right over my eyebrows, and then it also covers my ears, um, which is really important. If you're out running and your ears are bearing the brunt of wind and cold, you're going to be miserable. So it's really important to cover cover your head, cover your ears. And so the other thing that that does for me, because I like to have my phone with me, as I mentioned, I also like to listen to music. As I run, my earbuds go in my ears and then the skull cap goes over my ears. And it does a really nice job of keeping my earbuds in uh, during the cold weather, because sometimes with cold weather and wind, those earbuds that normally uh, stay in really nicely with warm weather want to pop out and slip out and that kind of a thing. Um, and then it also just makes them more comfortable because being that they're made of plastic, that plastic in cold weather can feel like ice cubes. So that's another tip with uh, running in the cold and what the skull cap can do for you to keep your head warm. So over the years, me being a runner for quite some time now, I've also learned that I need to take care of my skin when I'm out running So, and in cold weather as well as warm weather. Um, so sunscreen's important. I always make sure that I put some sunscreen on the exposed parts of my face. That would, In my case, that would be my nose, uh, my cheeks, um, maybe a little bit of my forehead in some cases. So I put some sunscreen on. Um, the other thing that I do is I protect my lips, right? So I use either chapstick or I can use Vaseline. Uh, and what that does is when you're all done with your run, uh, you know, your lips aren't all torn up and chapped. So it is important. It's something to think about. Uh, when you don't think about it, you learn the hard way and you realize, uh, how, how bad your lips feel when they're just on fire because they're so chapped. So something simple like chapstick or petroleum jelly, Vaseline, uh, that works really, really well. 
For those of you that are running in very, very cold temperatures, you know, anything under 38 degrees and lower than that, you're probably going to need to purchase a face mask. So face masks work really, really well to preserve heat all around your face. And essentially what they do is they trap water vapor. So as you exhale, it's trapping that water vapor and recirculating it all around your face. And that's how it functions to keep your face warm. You can pick up a face mask at your local sporting goods store. You can also order them online. There's a lot of different manufacturers that sell them online. So I have a friend that does utilize a face mask. My friend lives in New Jersey and he tells me that it works wonders. He says that when he has it on, he essentially doesn't feel the cold around his face. And, um, you know, when he's got this on, pretty much the only thing that is exposed is his, his eyes. So it does that good of a job of covering everything up. So let's talk about something that's really important when you're running in cold weather, and that's hydration. So when I run in cold weather, I need to make sure I'm careful to hydrate more before and after the run. In cold weather, you might not feel that you're perspiring as much, but you are. Sweat evaporates quicker in cold weather because the air is often really, really dry. So as I described earlier, I layer my running clothes. So my base layer is essentially wicking moisture away from my body. So I don't feel like I'm that sweaty. So I have to make it a point to drink plenty of water after my run so I don't become dehydrated. You know, and I also love coffee after my run, so I have to be sure to drink plenty of fluids before I actually feel thirsty. And pretty much my go-to thing is when I'm done with my run, I drink a bottle of Gatorade, not one of those huge ones, but the normal size bottle of Gatorade. And then I follow that, you know, over the next 45 minutes to hour with a couple bottles of, of just drinking water. And that works for me. I find that I don't get dehydrated. So we've talked about winter gear and the importance of hydration. What about gearing up mentally for cold weather running? So something that I have found that kind of gets me over that discomfort of the cold as I feel it on my hands and around my face is music. So when I'm running in that kind of weather, I like to play music that takes me mentally to a totally different place. A warm place, like a warm beach. And that's why I dial up one of my very favorite artists, Bob Marley. And if you're a Bob Marley fan, then you'll know his song, Could You Be Loved? That's just a great song. It starts off with a really great bass intro. And before you know it, it might be 38 degrees, but you know, you kind of feel like you're on a beach. So for me, that really helps me. The music takes my mind somewhere else. I'm not focusing on that my fingers are cold. I'm just enjoying the music at that time, and it helps me get through that initial discomfort of that first mile. That very first mile is, for me, the one that is a little tougher in cold weather. We've talked about winter running, how to gear up for it, hydrate for it, mentally prepare for it. So now 
we're going to talk about something that everybody loves, and that's really great food in the segment I like to call That's Crazy Good. I recently traveled to the beautiful Pacific Northwest city of Seattle, Washington. While at the SeaTac airport, I had lunch at one of my favorite places to eat, Anthony's Fish Bar. Anthony's is a family of unique restaurants located throughout the Pacific Northwest. The company traces back to 1969 when founder, Bud Gould, opened his first restaurant in Bellevue, Washington. Anthony's has a selection of dinner houses, casual dining, and to-go bars. They feature a food truck called Finn that rotates to different locations in the downtown Seattle area. So what did I have there? When I go to Anthony's, I have the Mahi Mahi Fish Taco. This fish taco is great. They do not skimp on the fish, and it's a healthy serving always. The mahi-mahi is grilled perfectly, where you can see the little char-grilled lines lightly across the white fish. The taco is served on a bed of sliced green and red cabbage, and they add chopped tomato salsa and mayo. It's all folded up nicely into a flour tortilla, and they serve the taco along with tortilla chips. Sounds really good, doesn't it? Let me tell you, it's crazy good. I usually get two tacos when I'm there, not because they're small, but because I have a pretty healthy appetite and putting two of those tacos away is pretty easy for me. Every time I'm in the SeaTac airport, there's a line at Anthony's. So if you're there and you have a few extra minutes, stop by, make sure that you try their food. It's really, really outstanding. And to find Anthony's, It's in the central terminal at the SeaTac airport, so you can't miss it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Up and Running podcast. I'll include a link to the Anthony's Restaurant's website in my show notes. I'll also post pictures of the awesome fish taco I had as well as pictures of Anthony's in the SeaTac airport. You can view all these photos on my Instagram page under at runwitpaul. That's R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. Thanks for listening, and as always, have a great run. Run